0: You are now tuned in to the Real Coach JB Slapdick it Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it Will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me will i make it will i take it to the top we gonna see it's the what last up what up real coach jb here man here on this fine tuesday the 5th of january 2021 we're in the second podcast of the new year so no better quote not none better fit than this quote i have for you today um Here it goes. Yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. Win. What's important now? Um, Again, yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. This show is brought to you by Manscaped. Hopefully you ladies out there and gentlemen got you some for Christmas or New Year's or Valentine's coming up or your birthday, whatever it may be. But listen up, fellas. 2020 sucked major balls. It's about time that you start the new year which means new balls with our sponsor manscaped manscaped is the best in men's below the waist grooming offering precision engineering tools for your family jewels helping over 2 million men all over the world clean things up down there and it's whether you got the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer the crop preserver the deodorant or the moisturizer or the crop reviver toner manscaped products will help you start the new year out right Trust me, it works. It does. It's a great thing. You can trim your nose, your ears, your balls. It don't matter. Whatever you got to do. Women like it. Go check it. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. Happy New Year's to your balls. Use the promo code SLAPDICK. Get 20% off and free shipping today. Manscaped.com. Title of this show is There Is No Gray Area. That's the name of this show. There Is No Gray Area. And I'm going to talk about it. Winners, fuck the prom queen. Losers, jack off at night. It's that simple. There's no gray area. I'm sorry to be vulgar this morning to you guys at 9 o'clock on the West Coast. But you guys on the East Coast, you guys are just eating lunch. You can eat your lunch better now that you know that. There is no fucking gray area. It's a results-oriented life we live. It's not based on degrees. It's not based on intellect. It's based on fucking hands-on, experience-based, result-oriented life. Period. You sell the car at the car salesman or you don't. You get fired. You're either the best or you're the worst. There's no gray area. People have this... There's too much fucking gray area out there. Analyst on ESPN... Sports host talks. All these people. Well, you know, Wentz didn't do this. Uh, Mayfeld didn't do that. Dude, there's no gray area. Aaron Rodgers don't get it with the average wideouts. But Wentz got it? Come on, man. You guys pick and choose who you like just because you don't like certain personalities out there. You guys don't like me, so therefore you think everything is wrong. No. It's the truth, and it hurts you, and you can't handle the truth. A lot of you fucking Twitter fucking cowards out there. But anyway, I started a TikTok per some uh, of my team. They wanted me to start one just for a bunch of things. So I'm going to do everything on TikTok. You know, I got my JB's Bullies. There'll be a website up soon. Follow it on Instagram, JB's Bullies. Um, I'm going to be, you know, of course, I got world-famous Stogie here. XL bully um plus I have uh bought some more puppies and so I'm gonna have some beautiful pups they ain't gonna be cheap but uh stay tuned for that um but I'm having I have a tiktok coach jb or it's the it's at the real coach jb no underscores no nothing at the real coach jb follow me on tiktok now I don't even know what the fuck tiktok does but I'm learning um but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But no gray area, you know. There's just really is no gray area, man. I mean, fucking, you you win the lotto, you don't. You win at DraftKings, you don't. You win your fantasy league, you don't. Like there's no fucking gray area. There's no fucking too many trophies being handed out for participation. We say it every day and all that, but it's the truth. And it started years ago, and 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 we just didn't fucking enabled it. But you know. No gray area is the name of this show for a bunch of reasons, but it couldn't be a better show a name for the, for coming for going to uh playoff weekend, right? Um, we got the BCS title game. We got the fucking wild card weekend. Great weekend of football. And, uh, in the midst of a pandemic where you got the Cleveland Browns shutting down the facility, Stefanski or Stef- whatever his fucking name is, um, he just tested positive and cannot coach in the playoff game. What a shame, man. Just seems like clip, you know, Clipper, Cleveland Brown, just seems like their luck, man. Um, and that's just, you know, like I said, I don't believe they'll beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I just don't see it. I think there's still the JV team in that, um, in that division, but they've gotten better. They got a lot of talent, but I, I think they should be better than what they are. But it is what it is. Um, but it could be a great great weekend for the state of Ohio. Uh, I love Ohioans. They uh, great recruiting base. I love uh, going out there and recruit. But Ohio State can shock the world by beating an Alabama team favored by seven and a half. Hey, it should be a great game. If Justin Fields plays like he did last week, they have a shot. But can he be that consistent guy that all you guys think is that good? Mind you, he's a guy that sat behind a guy and decided to transfer from Georgia. And he was behind a guy that's never going to play in the NFL. So I question how good he really is. But last week, he, that was the best game I saw him play. Um, we're going to see if he can continue that and do what Deshaun Watson did against Alabama, which was throw for damn near 400 yards and win the game. So can he do that and put him over the top? This is a decision. This is a a big, big game for him, in my opinion. Um, I still think Trevor Lawrence goes first. I think the Sewell kid goes second the tackle from Oregon. And and I say Fields probably will end up going third. But uh, so Ohio State's seven and a half dogs, you know, I expect Alabama to win uh, kind of, you know, convincingly. I just think they're on that, that train that's not stopping this year until they get this done. My boy Sark got the job at Texas. Congratulations. Uh, congratulated them. And uh, I think it's a good hire. And, uh, you know, I think everyone deserves second chances. And uh, I know I saw a few people posting, you know, if Sark was black, would he get a job? You know, I don't know that question i can't answer that man you know what i mean you know someone that got in trouble on the job supposedly and do and all this type of stuff you know would even even have a second chance like this you know he goes to the nfl um then he goes with Saban and gets resurrected like most coaches do just like Pete carroll used to do does he you know i don't know man you know uh, can't answer that i'm leaning towards no he probably can't I mean think about it I saw a post ESPN post you know Doug Marone or whatever from uh, Jacksonville decided to part ways Adam Gase and the Jets decided to part ways then they post the same people but ESPN Anthony Lynn fired <laughs> like it's crazy how they depict certain people man it's just unbelievable and I'm in that certain category by the way But, but fuck it right I want to talk about the fucking targeting play in the Clemson-Ohio State game, in my opinion, that changed the game. Targeting is, is, to me, is so fucking ridiculous. First of all, if you can't make the call live full speed in the game like you do every other thing, then you can't kick a kid out, in my opinion. He should have a warning before he's kicked out of a game. I don't believe any kid goes out there intentionally trying to hurt themselves or the other kid. I just don't believe that's true. In the case of this kid, which changed the momentum of the game completely, in my opinion, you're talking about the best linebacker, one of the best in the country, taking off the team, um, second year in a row, by the way. But you, you've watched the play, and everybody wants to show the play. Well, it was bad tackle. You know, a lot of people teach that tackle right there to put the ball on the hat. Hat on the ball, I'm sorry. The hat on the ball right there. That wasn't a targeting when it's below the fucking chest, in my opinion. The kid that's tackling is the only one that has something to lose. Yeah, the kid got hurt, but that's a form-fitted tackle, in my opinion. Yeah, I would like to see the eyes up, but I think he knew what was coming at him, and that's why he dropped the crown to hit the ball. But that's a coach talking, and a lot of people don't want to talk about that. But anyway, second part of it is the fucking quarterback spun. And what if he does spin again? Well, how does this defensive player, and I'm a quarterback, by the way, I hate the rule. I hate the targeting on the queue. I hate all the soft shit. You know that. But how, if the kid spins and just, what is the kid supposed to do? I just want to know the rule. And I want to ask the rule makers, what is the defensive kid supposed to do? Stand up and say, fuck it. Go down the fucking, just go, hash number, sideline, score on me. Like, I don't understand what he's supposed to do. And you make a bang-bang play in a game of that magnitude and then to be kicked out for a targeting play that's below the fucking chest plate to me is just some weak-ass shit. And I think kids are getting fucked more and more and more. They already don't make money. They already can't use their likeness. They already fucked. And now you want to take a game away from them, game film in a game that in that magnitude. Come on, man. You could have lost a kid hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands, of millions of dollars. Who knows? Draft stocks involved. There's so much shit involved. NCAA just is just a fucking the slave laborers, man. They want to fuck control everything. Um, But like I said been saying Kids you got the platform You got the mic Drop that motherfucker Make a statement Make a plan I told you guys Fucking final four I'd walk out and say Fuck you Pay me Or we ain't playing All four teams Sweet 16 Do something I bet you that shit changed Anyway What do you take about this Joe Judge whining um, Like a little broad This is the thing He's never won He's been around some winners and all that, fine and dandy, but he's never won. And I, I'm not a Peterson fan and, and I don't believe in what he did and all that, but he won a Super Bowl. Peterson has a Super Bowl win. This fucking Joe Judge guy that looks like he's fucking 18 does not have a Super Bowl win. I've never seen another cat like that, a, a new booty cat, call out a dude that not only has a, a, a resume in this league. For being a great offensive mind in Chiefs and other places, and then win a Super Bowl as a head coach, puts him in a different category, almost an unfireable one uh, in this quick of a turnaround, right? I don't see him being fired because usually you get five years after a Super Bowl win. But for a young booty cat to call him out about all that shit, he took some balls. I, I I don't mind that he did it. I don't care. I like you know I like controversy, but the same time, he don't have no right. He's never won shit. Shut the fuck up and be humble and fucking win one first. Bilicek said it. Nobody would say shit today. This fucker says it. And, uh, you know, this is what I don't understand, though. Why didn't he ask, hey, man, why wasn't Went suited up? Why wasn't your $100 million fucking quarterback even suited up? I already didn't have any respect for the dude. But I've totally lost it. Not only for him, but for the organization. If he wouldn't have suited up for me, I would have told him, "Don't come to the game. Don't shoot. Don't even show up." And 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 let's get rid of him. Hundred million dollars, and you can't suit up for the game. Fuck, man! I wish everyone at Walmart couldn't suit up today when I have to go get some fucking groceries. Like I can I go get toilet paper. I wish them motherfuckers didn't suit up today. Like what a slap in the face to every fucking regular ass. Blue collar worker out there, man. You guys are fucking appalling me, man. You soft fuck. Then he wants. to, I want to trade to the Colts. Motherfucker, I wouldn't give you a squirt of piss. You soft fuck. And your organization's soft as fuck for allowing it. You coach it or you allow it. told that bitch ass motherfucker to not come to the game. How about you do that shit? Because his ass wouldn't have been on my sideline in a sweatsuit. That shit was a fucking slap in everybody's face. But Joe Judge, you didn't mention that shit. You and that analyst don't have mentioned that shit. It's okay, huh? That soft-ass shit is okay. Man, there's no gray area in this shit. You either fucking play or you don't. You suit up or you don't. You win or you lose. Who the fuck... Whoever defends them, the Olaskis and all them fucks, for defending that motherfucker for not wearing his fucking uniform on the sideline to play a game. How do you know... That Peterson wasn't going to put him in if he was suited up. I think Peterson did that shit to say, fuck you, Wentz. That's what I personally think as a coach, knowing how coaches think. That's what I think happened. Nobody's mentioned that shit, though. But as usual, the Slapdick podcast always brings up shit that people don't want to talk about or mention. But that's what I think. He's like, fuck you. You're out of here. Don't suit up. I'll put in Sudfield or whatever his name is. And that is also a coaching ploy to say, you know what? I know I'm not going nowhere. Jalen Hurts, you want to be the motherfucker? Let's check your nutsack. But you know what I saw? I saw another motherfucker on the sideline bitching and moaning. Look at the video. Look at his bitch ass on the sideline crying and moaning. Too many bitch made ass cats, man. You make millions of dollars and you want to fucking cry because you got pulled in a meaningless game? And then the coach, the head coach of a professional organization wants to be a bitch? Man, you motherfucker! I'm not condoning the Peterson move, but I ain't fucking knocking it either. Because that motherfucker could have made a statement for a lot of people involved, but people don't think about that shit. You guys don't look at it like that. You don't know the inner workings, but everybody's a fucking professional fucking Jack of all trades, you know every fucking thing. Man, stay in your fucking lane and out of mine. That's what the fucking shit should be saying. But you don't. But a 100 million dollar motherfucker can't suit up. You pre-Madonna pretty boy motherfucker, man. I don't ever want to hear another fucking thing from about about Carson fucking wins. He's a bust. I told everybody that from the gate. Just like Baker Mayfield's a bust. And you're going to see how much talent superseded the Maker Mayfield being a bust. Because they should have been a fucking, maybe a two-loss team, maybe? And you barely squeak in and have to play Pittsburgh now with Ben back. And just knowing how Coach uh, Tomlin is in the playoffs, I expect Stillers to dominate the game. And show Cleveland really who they are. And all this shit shit, shit talking will stop. But anyway, I just think it was crazy. The Heisman Trophy winner uh, is announced tonight. I expect it to be the wide receiver, uh, Smith, from uh, Alabama. You know, um, he just had such a dominating year. But, you know, he's getting a lot of hype. There's Three guys on that Alabama team can win the Heisman. I mean, fuck. And uh, that's how talented they are. That's why you recruit. (laughs) Recruiting is our blood life. That's why you recruit. Um. so I don't know we'll see what happens man but but you know I, it's just unbelievable the transfer portal is, is, is like fucking burning up There's, it's, it's, it's hotter than ever you got all these opt outs you know you never see an Alabama kid really opt out or a Clemson kid but I noticed a Clemson D lineman transferred yesterday and entered the portal and it's just become, like I said man one bad apple ruins a whole batch it's just becoming a cancer and it's, it's, it's resonating throughout and that's just what it is it's permeating that's what it is and uh it's too bad man um it is really too bad and so i don't know we'll see how this shit unfolds man we'll we'll really will and, and see what happens um but who knows you know alabama may even get the waddle kid back and so uh it's gonna be crazy man it's gonna be crazy so we'll see um but they say Devontae Smith's a big Heisman favorite tonight. So we'll see what happens. Boston, Boston Red Sox hired the first black woman to be a coach. So shout out to the Red Sox um, and uh, in that regard. But we'll see what happens. You know, I don't know who the Texans are going to hire. I don't know who the Chargers are going to hire. You know, I like Anthony Lynn. I think he's a great human being. I just I think he was overwhelmed there, and I don't know if he had enough good coaches around him um, to take the burden. But I do know that is the job. If I'm anyone in the country, in the world, with that clout to get a job, I want the San Diego Charger job or the L.A. Charger job. Sorry, you're in L.A. New new place. You got the best rookie quarterback in the NFL, him in Burrow, in my opinion, and. You're in L.A. again. I'm, I'm saying it again. You're in L.A. Now, yeah, prices are high, and you got traffic and all that shit. But you're in L.A. You can say what you want to say. Motherfuckers keep moving here. And motherfuckers talk shit about L.A. Sure ain't leaving. Or Cali, period. But they want to talk. Bottom line is the charger job is the number one job to everyone, I bet. I bet you Billichek's like, fuck. In my career, it's some sun. With a good-ass rookie Q. Don't be shocked, man. If you see a big-name coach, go get that job. But that's the fucking job, in my opinion. I think the Texan job is probably the second best. Um, they're saying Urban Meyer is getting thrown a lot of money. Maybe talk about the Jacksonville Jag. I don't know, man. I don't, a lot of college coaches can't do that, man. It's Nick Saban learned the hard way. Save, uh, Pete Carroll learned, but he was actually pretty successful as a, as a youngster Um, with New England and Jets. He actually had some success, even though, you know, people, you know, success in the NFL is Super Bowls. So until you win one, you know, when you win one, now you're the champ. Now you're the fucking guy. But until you do that, um, oh, you're shitty. Well, actually, Carroll had some better years than Saban did in the NFL. Um. And I want to make sure everyone's clear. Saban is who he is because Pete Carroll went to the NFL. People hate to hear that shit, but sorry, it's true. Um, but that went shit not suiting up just irked me, man. It just irked me. Um, there's no gray area. You suit up or you don't. And that was a decision by the fucking Eagles allowing him not to suit up and, not be, and be on the sideline because don't suit up. Okay, then you're not going to be here. Don't be on the sideline either because it looks soft. It looks fucking enabled. Don't give this crybaby fuck what he wants. I wouldn't trade his bitch ass either. I'd fucking make him be on the fucking sideline. Don't suit up again next year, motherfucker. We got to pay you anyway. So just lose your career here as a, as a fucking third stringer. It's unbelievable, man, these motherfuckers. James Harden and fucking all these soft fucks, man. No appreciation for this, for what they have blows my mind. That's what blows my mind. But see what happens. I'm tired of seeing these fucking tweets about I'm entering the transfer portal. You make this elegant fucking tweet that I'm entering the fucking transfer portal. Who gives a fuck? I'm just telling you. I if I was a D1 coach I wouldn't take one of them motherfuckers because like I used to say as a coach back in the day if you can't play for them you definitely can't play for me and that is the truth and people fucking don't don't want to hear it so we'll see Um, but it'll be an interesting weekend, man. And, 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 you know, do the Browns even fucking play? What happens if the whole fucking Browns team can't play? Cause they got five positive tests right now. I mean, is that going to get bigger? Like, has anyone thought about that shit? What is going to happen to that shit? Are they going to play Tuesday, Wednesday? I mean, fuck man, this is going to be a fucking very, very critical situation here to watch. A Clippers uh, staffer went out and did some shit and exposed himself or herself to COVID and had to drive a van back from Salt Lake City after the Utah Jazz game to L.A. But isn't that just the culture the Clippers have? Why don't you hear that shit with the Patriots or the fucking Lakers? Like, I don't understand. It blows my mind. You are who the fuck we thought you were. There ain't no gray area. You lost last year up 3-1. There's no excuse. You good, went to titty bars, Sweet li- Lemon Lou. You exposed yourself to fucking titty bars. You exposed yourself to COVID during an, a new season without the bubble. The Clippers are who they fucking thought they were. We thought they were. They're shitbirds. I'm glad fucking um, old boy for his Phoenix called out playoff uh. Palm P. Call him a bitch. <laughs> See, you couldn't call cats bitch when we grew up, man. There was going to be a fight. You're not going to stop me from getting to him, whether it's now or be after the game or whatever. Nowadays, nah, this motherfucker's smiling and shit. We're soft, man. I just, I just can't stand it. We're soft ass fucking culture. You motherfuckers want to talk shit and say, oh no, nah, man, you're just out of pocket. No, I'm not. We're soft. And I'm not saying the kids are soft. I'm saying the parents who created these motherfuckers and allowed it are soft, along with the coaches. So that's just what it is. I've always said it. So, hey, man, yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. Remember that? And, uh, hey, it's a short show. Go get some Manscaped in you, on you, around you, and shave them balls, men. Women, go get you some. Slapdick promo code. Get you 20% off. Hey, JV's bullies follow me. Follow me, The Real Coach JB, on TikTok. And uh, go get you some slapdick whiskey, slapdickinc.com. And uh, cigars will be back up and running better than ever uh, shortly. And hey, I wish you guys a happy new year, man. 2021 is a great year to have a great fucking year.